A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash make your bed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. According to Oxford Languages, the definition of critical thinking is the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. This process of thinking carefully about an idea or a subject without letting our feelings, opinions, or predispositions change our mind about it allows us to be more clear and rational and open-minded because we're letting evidence inform our decision rather than our past. And as I mentioned yesterday, I think critical thinking and problem-solving skills are the most important skills we can learn as individuals. Being able to look at the facts for what they are without our own prejudices clouding our opinions allows us to make better decisions through clearer judgment and discernment about the situation for what it is. And being able to critically evaluate things for what they are can help our relationships, our business, and our personal lives if we learn how to hone it, because it offers us confidence and a methodology that makes tackling these complex problems so much easier. Plus, it makes communication a lot easier. Critical thinking is rooted in collecting information, so we can constantly be updating our current theories to be the most accurate. And by leading with this sense of curiosity and listening, it's more likely to put us on the same team. We're coming together and finding a conclusion that works for both people is the goal rather than being right. Again, it others the problem as the problem instead of the person as the problem. The point is, developing your critical thinking skills 
are way more about embracing your open-mindedness and curiosity so that our emotions don't take over so we can become observers who interpret and evaluate from a place of love and compassion and realistic objectivity rather than one of feeling or passion or emotion. So honing our ability to be analytical and evaluate data or information from multiple sources, zooming out and zooming in, so we can change our perspective and see things from different ways. How would I argue if I was on the opposite side of this? By doing this, we're able to reject any of those internal biases we have that may have skewed our information in ways we weren't even noticing. If we were to talk about honing our critical thinking skills, we would begin by identifying the problem we're trying to critically think about. Use narrative storytelling techniques or a general outline to put into perspective what is actually happening, why it's happening, and what assumptions we're making about the occurrence. And if we have any ideas right now on how to solve the problem, we should consider those too. By acknowledging what ideas or assumptions we've already made, we not only establish a jumping off point, but we also are collecting more evidence for our research-based conclusions that we're going to make in the future. And if you are unable to see this from other perspectives and come up with alternative solutions once you've come up with your own biases, it may be time to involve your community. Whether they're already involved and have a different perspective, or they are an objective party who has no idea about the problem, the collaborative effort can often provide those other perspectives that we were looking for, so we can evaluate ourselves and that information for reliability and significance because it really is all about collecting evidence to support whatever conclusion we have. It may help to think of your problems like a journalist would. What assumptions did you make? What assumptions would your quote-unquote readers make? Are there other variables that you missed? Whose perspective have you not checked in on? Are there viewpoints that you need to address to make this a more well-rounded article so people can't argue with you in the comments section? Because the truth is, All problems are solvable, but often there's more than one solution to a problem. Because like life, (laughs) our problems are nuanced and intricate and complex and weird and super specific, which means our critical thinking session about the problem may come up with a whole bunch of solutions that aren't perfect, aren't cut and dry, aren't obvious, but parts of them will work splendidly and other parts will work better than others and you can mix and match and move on as you go. Because of that time you spent thinking critically about the potential ways to solve this problem, you now have a toolkit that you can confidently access anytime filled with potential solutions to that problem. So critically thinking is about weighing out all the options, picking the best one from an informed place, and being open-minded if that shit doesn't work. And if you happen to struggle with this, that's okay. It's a process that needs practice. And the more often we practice this skill, the better we get at addressing the risks and how they can be managed so that the solutions you choose can benefit the most people possible. And like anything, the more we practice, the more automatic these principles become. As long as we're staying open-minded, we will get better at thinking critically about the things that we choose, the way that we solve problems, and the skills that we address them with. I think the problems start to seep in when we let our past assumptions cloud our judgment. We often carry subconscious limiting beliefs that make it impossible to see potential options or resources. 
we also have a tendency to follow the same patterns that we always have, even if those patterns didn't work for us or won't work in this situation. That sense of inflexibility can make it really tough to search for alternative ideas when the originals aren't working so well. So my best advice is to get curious, seek to fully understand and learn about something because it's empowering to do so. Just because we don't know information doesn't mean it's not right in front of our faces. So don't be afraid to learn it and change your mind. Not only does that make taking action so much easier, but it makes us more confident, especially if we need to change again in the future, which is often the case, right? Most things aren't solved on one try. So it's nice to know we can keep trying and we have a whole slew of ideas because we've thought about it before. Anyway, I love y'all so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com